three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, here. Hope you guys are having a great week, uh, well, weekend so far. Um, so I've got a quick review here for you guys for American, uh, sorry, pardon me, Un-American Pickle, which is uh, written by, um, oh my gosh, not written, but directed by uh, Brandon Toast, who you would know he was in, I guess he was in, pardon me, a Neighbors to Sorority Rising, but he made his directorial debut with another Seth Rogen property, uh, Future Man, which is the uh, Hulu original show, which I haven't watched yet. I've heard it's good. I just I just haven't gotten around to it because, you know, a million things to watch. And then the writer of this movie was actually uh, Simon Rich, who is a screenwriter from a uh, screenwriter and executive producer from uh, that show *Man Seeking Woman*, that uh, old FX show, which uh, uh, starred Jay Burchill. And then he actually was is a executive producer and the creator of *Miracle Workers*, that show with Steve Buscemi and Daniel Radcliffe, which I have watched some of and really enjoyed. So, *An American Pickle* it's a pretty simple premise. Uh, so Seth Rogen playing uh, dual roles. He's playing um, Herschel Greenbaum, who uh, is the character we start off with in the film. He is married to Sarah, and Sarah, um, of course, being his wife, um, he works... I can't remember... Um, I'm actually blanking on how they met, and that's... Um, it's very sweet. It, like So, okay. It's really interesting about this movie because it almost reminded me of Up, um, the first 10 minutes now, of course, she doesn't die from, from cancer, but as far as having that kind of tragic end to what, what is a very sweet, um, story for Herschel, him, uh, him growing up in this, uh, really small village, meeting Sarah, them talking about their hopes and dreams together, um, <laughs> I found it really funny that Herschel, he's a ditch digger, and he's so enthralled by Sarah, he talks about how, when he first sees her that she has all of her teeth uh top and bottom and i and that in particular was very sweet but had me laughing and uh he meets her in the village and asks her oh do you come here often and she even goes no food is expensive and i'm destitute i was like wow okay the thing about this movie is the premise i remember seeing the trailer going this premise is kind of insane it does of course have kind of the uh um you know like i was gonna say jack and jill and it's 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 similar in the premise from that aspect because of course with something like this you're always kind of setting your watch going okay when are they gonna have to switch places with each other which of course does happen in this and I, I kind of want to do my best to stay away from spoilers, which I know is rare for the podcast for this one simple reason. The reviews on this are very mixed. Uh, it's a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes um, as, as far as the reviews. Uh, the audience score is really shockingly low. It's like 46% out of 188 reviews. I personally, 
fall more in line with the Rotten Tomatoes score. Also, I think the fact that this is on streaming, and obviously, you know, we're not going to the theater, really. But the fact that you can just watch this at home, I think, lends itself better towards its grade. But I'll kind of get into that. So, um, so Herschel keeps talking about, you know, what he loves about Sarah. He talks about, uh, you know, we have so much in common. My favorite color is black. Her favorite color is black. Uh, both of our parents were, peeled, uh, were killed by Cossacks. So you're like, oh my god. And they talk about building life together and becoming rich. Uh, Herschel said, you know, asked her, you know, how rich do you want to become? And Sarah goes, you know, affording my own gravestone rich. And and while that's very cryptic, uh, I, I, find, I found it weirdly endearing. So... Herschel has this job where he's smashing rats in this uh, pickle factory. I believe they say for every 10 rats he smashes, he gets like five cents or something like that. And so he ends up falling to a vat of uh, pickle brine, which the scene where it happens, these rats all gain up, like pretty much converge together and go ahead and walk him near uh, falling off the edge where he falls into his, to said pickle brine and that scene in particular was very creepy because it was almost like watching wilfred with how creepy the rats got they're all hissing at him i was like wow okay so that takes us to the present day where ben uh also played by self rogan who is the great grandson great grandson i believe it's a great grandson of of herschel and i think this is gonna kind of be i know i've only talked about like, the first 10 15 minutes I think that's where a lot of the movie is either going to get you or it's going to turn you off because you obviously have to buy into the premise, which is, you know, admittedly kind of insane, but it's a whole fish out of water story. Herschel, when he meets Ben, it is actually very sweet. I actually went, oh, wow, that's actually kind of impressive the way they they pulled that out. Um, you're going to either hate Herschel or being dear to him. I kind of, I, I was leaning more towards being dear to him than hating him, but the whole crux of the movie is that Ben has created this app called uh, Boop uh, Bop, which they actually get into why it's called that, and I appreciate the fact that Herschel even asks him, why do you call it Boop Bop? And Ben's initial response is, well, it's because everyone's calling, you know, that's like the in thing right now is to have apps cool apps with dumb names you know i think he's a, like uber or you know tinder or whatever and that was actually pretty funny because he's not wrong that's kind of a almost a trend right now what what's going to be interesting about this movie or what is interesting about this is how ben is not even that slacker seth, seth rogan character because they do make a point he's graduated from college he's been working on this app for a while it seems like he's more like a lot of people just kind of get in general. He has a good idea, but he's afraid to pull the trigger and actually get feedback on it. And Herschel is kind of that driving force of, look, you know, I promised Sarah that our family would prosper, that our family would be great, that, you know, we would be almost like what the Kennedys uh, or one of those family type of families are. You know, that's what I promised her and you're getting in the way of that fucking promise. And Ben and Herschel's back and forth is very entertaining. Seth Rogen, I really don't think we give Seth Rogen enough credit for how good of an actor he is. I know we all think of, you know, 
his stoner shit, but you know, he was a producer on uh, that movie Blockers. I enjoyed the hell out of Blockers. I thought Blockers was great. He was a producer on Good Boys. I love Good Boys. That This movie reminds me, and I like this other movie I'm going to reference more than I like this one, but it's very similar to something like, uh, like Longshot, where you get a very surprisingly layered performance from Seth Rogen, and it takes you back to something like Steve Jobs, where you go, Oh, yeah, like, he's actually really fucking funny. Uh, also, of course, the Disaster Artist was only three years ago. I mean, Seth Rogen can act, and he does turn in the better performance as Herschel, because the Herschel performance, that does have the more, I would say, dramatic beats, because he's having to be in this constant state of shock of what's around him, and the script does allow Seth Rogen to go ahead and flex a little bit in that instance. Uh, it's it's funny because of something that occurs that I won't spoil. Uh, ben is kind of screwed as far as his app idea, and Herschel just kind of goes, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to go ahead and make this family, turn this family to a dynasty myself. And so, yes, it is a little far fre- uh, far-fetched. He goes ahead and starts finding, uh, you know, uh, cu- uh, cucumbers in... Uh, in uh, like taking like the food that's being thrown out, and that's how he's making his pickles. And you know, there's no health regulations or anything like that. It turns into a hit, turns into a hipster trend, goes viral, and then it's about Ben's jealousy that something that he's been working on for five years, I believe they say in the film, is torpedoed, and Herschel's having this success. And there are def- there is definitely some uh, some commentary about you know, how our world works now, they, there's a point where Ben even brings up Twitter to Herschel, and Herschel goes, oh, I can Twitter better than anybody, and Ben even says, oh, Twitter is where the, you know, the calmest people and the the biggest and the brightest minds converge and share ideas, and I went, oh, if only that's what Twitter was, it, it's, there's definitely some wink, wink, nudge, nudges, and jabs at our current uh, state of things, and there's a very obvious, there are a couple obvious Trump jokes in there, it doesn't beat you over the head with it, but it's, it feels like Rogan is very clearly providing some commentary on Trump, because, you know, he's not a fan of Trump, shocking, I know, uh, the movie itself, I think the first act works really well, I enjoy the second act, my biggest problem with this is that it didn't feel like the third act really knew where it wanted. It, it knew where it wanted to go. I feel like it didn't know how to get there, though. The third act itself, it it kind of wraps up in a way that's very quiet, which I'm not saying there's an issue with that. It's a little sloppy to get to the actual ending, though. And without spoiling things, once you watch the film, I think you'll understand what I mean. So that was really kind of my only disappointment in it. But Seth Rogen, the fact that he's playing dual roles and that Ben's character himself does get more complicated and there are are more layers to Ben than initially seem on the surface when you kind of start the film. So I have to give the movie some credit for that. And I appreciate the fact that Herschel, as a insane as he's kind of being sometimes he gets to deal with his own grief which i i I appreciate that uh, i i appreciate throughout the film it's 
it's it's not even too long. It's just it's a little unfocused at points, and the second act especially as it kind of transitions into the third, it's a little sloppy how we get there. Um, the film itself is funny, really all the way through. I found myself I laughed out loud uh, a couple times actually. Um, there's a whole thing with uh, Herschel and Seltzer water that I found really sweet and genuinely endearing. They showed it in the trailer, but the whole David Bowie joke is is quite hilarious. Um, but there are these very emotional beats at points. There's this point where Herschel, uh, when he's first in Ben's apartment, he, he's going through a photo album and he sees pictures of Sarah and finds out that Sarah had a son, their son. And there are just these little pockets of genuine humanity that they use the fish out of water aspect for. I thought really well. I went, oh, okay, that's that's interesting. And Herschel's initial rise to fame is quite hilarious with how it's portrayed and how Herschel is almost in the st- is really constantly in the state of I don't know what's happening, and yet he's being successful and seeing Ben. Uh, it's almost like that one episode of It's Always Sunny where uh, the group uh, was the the gang, the gang group dates and Dennis is losing his mind about not being a five star man. It's very similar to that, and I found that really funny. But this is one of those movies. It's only about ninety minutes, and again, the fact it's on streaming admittedly does help the grade. I think for it. Um, I think some people are just going to think you're going to get kind of a Seth Rogen stoner comedy, and this is a little more of a dramedy than a pure comedy. So if you're not expecting that, that might be a little jarring for you. Again, I I think the last 25 minutes, it does meander a little bit, and it doesn't get to its conclusion as cleanly as I would have liked it to, but it's still a good film, and I really do like it where it ends up um it is more of a quiet ending than some people might expect but i actually enjoyed that that's actually a positive i'd give the film so i'm gonna give this oh i'm actually kind of torn on this i didn't like this as much as palm springs i'm just gonna put that out there because i think some people would try to compare it to something like that uh you know both being films that i don't think overstate they're welcome but definitely have aspirations of being i think one of the best films of the year. Uh, this is not that. Um, this is not Palm Springs on that level. But this is still really solid Seth Rogen film, and it allows Rogen to get a little more dramatic because it's been a little while. Uh, Steve Jobs, which is one of my favorite uh, Seth Rogen performances, where he played uh, Waz, uh, Steve Wozniak. Seth Rogen really does show again that he can act outside of just being the stoner loser. And even his character in present day really isn't that stoner loser there's really no weed jokes or anything like that um it's a little more serious and i think that might throw some people but it's good so i'm gonna give this a solid b it's well worth your time like i said it's just at around the 90 minute mark so this isn't gonna you know waste your day or anything like that but this is a good thing to put on it's on hbo max i definitely recommend you check it out and really kind of figure out on your own you know do you fall more akin to you know, the audience score, or are you kind of more along the lines of the t- uh, tomato meter? But I enjoyed this. Um, maybe something I watch again down the line, because, again, I think it's something you can throw on and enjoy the uh, the direction on this is really good, especially 
in the earlier uh, uh, in the earlier time period with Herschel. I like the way that was actually all filmed. But yeah, it's a good movie. So solid B. But uh, everybody, have you seen American American Pickle? Let us know what you thought in the comments below. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at nearmanthefirst. And you can follow Colin on Twitter at the real. That's R E E L O'Neill. Find us on. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Go ahead and hit that like button at the real pineapple. And you can follow yours. Uh, wait, you can follow me on Twitter. But go ahead and like, share, and subscribe. You can find us on SoundCloud. Apple and Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and uh, and tune in now um, at The Real Pineapple. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll have reviews up this upcoming week for uh, the first season of Umbrella Academy. We'll have reviews up as well for the first season of Central Park. And we'll have a review up as well for The Old Guard. I want to go through and rewatch that before I review it. I've got a lot to say about that movie. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for your support. Oh, and I'll have my thoughts on uh, the Avengers beta, because I'm playing that uh, once I'm done recording tonight and going to kind of digest everything and go ahead and talk about that here this week. But thank you so much for your support, everyone. We love you all. Please stay safe out there, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Take care.